Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back, Kingdom Influencing Nation. How are you? I pray that all is well and that you are getting ready to close out the summer. Uh, Children are either in school or or getting ready to go back to school in September. Uh, Some of the children are already in school, uh, second or third week in August. So we pray their strength in the Lord. But we are also praying for you as parents and grandparents and guardians who are um, required to have stewardship over these children, that you keep them lifted up in prayer, you keep them encouraged, and know that the same things that you went through, they're going to 10 times worse than what we went through when we were in school. So be very cognizant of that and considerate of that when you are dealing with them. All right? Remember, they need an advocate. They need someone to be understanding. They need someone to be kind. They need someone to look beyond their faults at times and sometimes see the need. Okay? So make sure you love your children as Christ loves you. All right. Listen, I'm excited. Um, My book, as you probably have already heard, if you've been listening to the last few podcasts, has come out, um, Press It to the Power, a journey to healing and breakthrough, a journey to healing and breakthrough, and I'm excited about that, I need some healing right now, battling um, some uh, COVID-19, I'm on the last leg of that, but it is what it is, but I want to really encourage you to pick up the book, Press Into the Power, a journey into healing and breakthrough, it will bless you. I believe that God helped me write that book and that it will speak to right where you currently are in your current situations. All right. You can pick it up. Barnes and Nobles, you can West Bow Press, um, Amazon, of course. And if you've already read the book, please, ma'am, please, sir, take the time to write a review. I need you to write a review. As a matter of fact, I need 50 reviews on Amazon. So if you're out there and you're listening, please help me. You want to help me besides reading the book? 
because uh, authors don't make a whole lot of money on people buying the book initially. There needs to be a certain amount of sales, but those sales are predicated on not just ratings when you hit the stars, but reviews when you sit down and write a review or you take a picture with the book or you take out a certain uh, chapter and talk about it in the book. It gives you these options today when you go on Amazon or um, Barnes and Nobles or some of the other sites. So please help me by doing that. Uh, of course, posing with the book on uh, Facebook and um, Instagram and all the other uh, digital platforms helps greatly uh, to keep the book out there, uh, to talk about the book online, uh, keeps the book out there, and it's a blessing. So um, make a post, you know, do what you do to continue to show uh, your love and your outpouring uh, of God's love towards me because I really believe that he wants people, this book, to be in the hands of people all over the world. And you can assist with that, okay? All right. Now, um, today I want to transition a little bit. I want to talk about leadership roots. I want to talk about leadership roots because we're in a different dispensation. And leaders need to be very clear on the necessity of getting the proper training. Of waiting for the right time. Of making sure that God has given you clearance to begin your leadership journey. But just because you are not leading a particular group of people uh, in mass or just because you're not out front does not mean that the test has not already begun. So let's begin to talk about that from the topic leadership roots leadership roots okay what makes plants and trees strong what makes them strong well everybody should know the answer to that question we learned at elementary school it's the depths of its roots we also know that simply by watching examples like the california redwood tree that takes somewhere between 60 and 100 years to grow to its a full potential but under the ground there's an integrate intertwining of roots a system of roots uh, that makes it strong. And so there's a system and a process that God puts people through in order to build strong, conscientious, but spiritual leaders. Okay, we need to be spiritual leaders and we need to have good roots. Roots, watch this, listen very carefully, are most comfortable in obscurity and darkness. Now, you may not think that obscurity and darkness has anything to do with leadership, but if you're in that place where no one knows that you even have leadership potential or no one even knows who you are, you are in the right place. Watch this. Number one, leaders are best developed in obscurity and darkness. And I'll talk about this over the next couple of weeks, but God will God does his best work when leaders are unknown, are unheard of, are, are by themselves, okay? Watch this. Leaders, the lack of exposure to the light or to limelight or really the pressure of light allows character and opportunity to be developed and tested. 
before you get into leadership. You just don't run gung-ho and think it's just telling people what to do because you totally have the wrong concept of leadership. But to be developed and tested and to have your character molded and shaped through the power of the Holy Spirit is critically important to becoming a good leader. It is who you are when no one is watching you that helps to mold you to the place of authentic leadership. You see, darkness will give you proof of the necessity of a vital relationship with God. You cannot be a good leader if you don't have a vital relationship with God. We need God. Let me say this again. Leaders, you need to hear this. We need God. We need God in our life. We need to hear his voice. We need to see his vision. We need to know his call. We need to know his purpose. We need to know when to stand still. We need to know when to move forward. We need God. We need God's comfort. We need his healing. We need his strength. We need his joy. We need God. All right. So when you are subjected to darkness, it gives us proof of the necessity of needing God in our life and having that relationship. So then watch this. True holiness cannot be obtained without God. There's no such thing. If you are not connected to God and God is not connected to you, there's no way to obtain true holiness. So watch this. In soil, darkness tests the strength and ability of the roots to find water. The roots to find water. Well, darkness also tests the strength of a potential leader to find God in the midst of adversity and dark times. You will encounter more dark times as a leader than you will times of great joy and fun and these kinds of things. There are seasons of darkness that you must learn how to overcome and you cannot overcome this if you don't have a relationship with God. So watch this. The roots survive in darkness and obscurity because they are the conductors of the vital nutrients found in the soil and the water. In other words, roots search for the nutrients and the water necessary for the survival of the species, of plant or tree, whatever it may be. In many ways, potential leaders are also tested in darkness. They too learn to abstract the invaluable insights and empirical experiences from the pitfalls of darkness and obscurity. There are lessons that God teaches us in darkness. There are lessons that God helps us to acquire to make us better leaders, to help build better leaders, to help build sustainability in the marketplace, in the church. We need to understand that it's better to be in obscurity and darkness and no one know who you are learning how to be a leader than learning how to be a leader when you're in the light of everyone's eyes, okay? So watch this. 
it's best to learn without the microscope of cancel culture breathing down your neck. When we apply a repentant heart to the sin or errors we make, God's grace and mercy have already been applied. It is that humility that, that makes us get on our knees and say, God, hey, I messed up. I thought I knew what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I repent. I need your help. These are the kinds of uh, lessons that we learn that God is with us, never to leave us, nor forsake us, that God is not somewhere waiting for you to mess up so he can kick you to the curb. That's the world system. The kingdom system allows us to make mistakes and to grow into positions of leadership and power that God would give us when we have humbled ourselves before his throne, humbled our hearts, and realize that we need to do this in connection with God and not by ourselves. There's no good leader who rolls by himself or herself. We are good leaders as we learn to walk in the grace of Almighty God. Okay, so the leader must understand this rule. It is always better to be tested in privacy and fail than to fail in public and be publicly scrutinized and humiliated. So let me give you a lesson. Don't be in a rush to be a leader. Don't be in a rush. Take your time. Allow God an opportunity to work with you. If it's three years or four years or six years or seven years, take your time. Because when you get into it, you're in it. And you can't turn around and say, now can I go back to boot camp and get some training? No, you have to, you're in it now. Now you have to apply everything that you've learned in the past and make it happen for the kingdom of God. Okay? So God gives us the privilege of privacy. That's something Bishop McLaughlin used to always teach us. God will give you the privilege of privacy. So it's okay to learn in the dark. It's okay to learn in obscurity. You never heard of Jesus prior to him being baptized uh, uh, by John. You you didn't hear of, uh, of Jesus. No one knew who he was. All right. He was just a kid and he was in the temple, but he was of no uh, note or authority in the Bible as of yet. Because it wasn't his time yet. So all of us need to go through a period and understand that during that period, it's not your season to be a leader. It's your season to become a leader. And that season can come over a number of years. Okay. So then watch this. So like roots, we find transforming power. In the water of God's word, your ability to transform into a leader is going to be found in the reading and the study of God's word. The more you study, the more you read, the more you pray for God to open up your mind and give you wisdom. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of the Lord to give of liberally and uphold of not. God will release the power of his ways to you. He will show you how he does leadership. We need to conform to the ways of God. 
Submit yourself to the ways of God. Submit your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, perfect and acceptable will of the Father. God wants to show us his way. This is how I lead with love, with kindness, with directness. He gives specific directions. He doesn't beat around the bush. He tells us where he wants us to do, how he wants us to do. God is very intentional in his approach to things. He's a visionary. He makes sure that people understand vision. But it's important that you understand yourself and understand how God has given you the ability to both love people and lead people. That's one of the things that leaders forget. You have to love and lead. Okay. But let's get back to just this growing part. This pre, uh, pre uh, direction that God gives us before he puts us in positions of leadership. And I want to make sure you understand that, that the power of leadership is connected to the power's word. That's why we study to show ourselves approved, workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It is the power and significance of his word that helps us to transform our battered flesh into a servant leader, meek for the master's service. It is his word, his word, his word, stay in the word. Don't lose heart. Though the outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day. 2 Corinthians 4.16 We should have no confidence in the flesh. None. Philippians 3 and 3 teaches us as leaders valuable lessons or truths. Lesson number one. We must learn how to serve God according to his spirit. Lesson number two. We must boast in Christ Jesus and Christ alone. Lesson number three. We must learn to have no confidence in the flesh. It is in darkness and obscurity where these lessons are acquired. We are not all of that. You know, all of that, a bag of chips and uh, some cookies. It is Christ who works in us through the power of his spirit. In our weakness, Christ is made strong. Since the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak, Let's make sure we give God the glory every day. A good leader knows that any good thing that's coming through him has come down from the father of the heavenly lights. It is God that is blessing him and not he or herself. It is God and God alone. So as roots find strength in water, potential leaders must learn to find strength and comfort in the power of of God's word. You've been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. Again, you know what I want you to do. Yes, I want you to share this podcast. Yes, I want you to purchase my book. Yes, I want you to write reviews. But the most important thing for me is that you go and influence the nations. Have a great week. God bless. Take care.